Tonight, I have the founders of Brothers Comics on the line. On the line tonight is Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. Hey, everybody. All right. And also on the line tonight is the female perspective. Female perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? All right. So uh, we got the founders tonight. We tried to get uh, the Sandman on tonight, but he had to work on Martin Luther King Day. We're recording this over Martin Luther King weekend here. And... um. I texted him back, and I was like, no black person at all should be at work on Martin Luther King Day. This is some shit, Sandman. You need to go, you know, talk to your employer or HR for something, man, because that, that, that's not supposed to happen. Uh, how y'all enjoying y'all Martin Luther but, King weekend? But only, well, on to that note, I was looking at the statistics for MLK Day, and only 33% of companies sell, I mean, do the celebration. Wow. Okay. Holiday, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you can also look too. And I posted something on, I think, the Facebook and the Twitter feed. You know, there's some states in the South. We're looking at you, Arkansas and Alabama, that also celebrate uh, Robert E. Lee Day today on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we can save that for some STFUs, but we can get one out of the way right now that y'all need. Well, actually, that's more of an eat dick. You can eat a fucking bag of dicks. Mississippi, Arkansas, and Alabama, for sure. Um, that's just awesome. Um, uh, actually, the female perspective had a nice quote about having MLK Day and Robert E. Lee Day on the same day or celebrating them. Can you uh, share that quote again if you remember? <laughs> it's like celebrating the Nazis and Hanukkah on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair comparison, absolutely. Uh, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, but I don't want to dwell too much on that negative aspect of it. It is Martin Luther King weekend. We're going to get into that a little bit when we get to the STFUs uh, uh, with the with Cheeto Jesus. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, what you drinking? Oh, no, no, before that. I Sorry, I, I had that one other note on there about the misappropriation of uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um this is also the day for white people to misappropriate quotes and attribute it to them to push their white supremacy views along. You know, well, Dr. the King didn't want us to judge on color. Like, fuck you, nigga. You definitely <laughs> judging on color. You know, he wanted to judge on the content of your character. Man, fuck you. Oh, then why can't my man with dreadlocks get a job at this place? Because you judging him on that. Man, shut the fuck up. Uh, this is the worst weekend for white folks. They can't stop themselves from being stupid. Um, so, yeah, this misappropriation day as well. Uh, uh, wife I, got a, I got a story. Go ahead. Brady, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. at, my, at a place I'm familiar with, um, mm. we celebrate 
all types of different uh, heritages and different communities. And I am in, anyway, when I did something for this particular holiday we're celebrating, and when I went to go put the receipts to the people who could pay me back for those things I did, they were like, but we didn't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you weren't saying that bullshit when we were celebrating Hispanic heritage or LGBT or, or uh, Hispanic week. I mean, and I mm. put little and, I mean, all kinds of money into those particular holidays. But when I did this, they were like, what's up with this? A hundred dollars for what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then they asked, what is all this for? What right. is all this about? Exactly. So when they get all that, they're like, oh, what? It's on the calendar. Exactly. And they don't have the last 30 years. They just figured it out. Right. Yeah. What's up with these dashikis, big hutch? Are you supposed to be paying for these? Yeah, um, it, it's just it's just awful. Again, this is it's a awful weekend because I think again other people just decide to use his quotes out of context continually to try to push forward whatever agenda that they're looking for, and um, it, it's just awful. Uh, and, I, I, I go ahead. And, and let's get him out. Let's get us out the way too. Uh, the orange cretin, as someone calls it, going after a civil rights leader who yeah. went through all these things with him, Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and, you know, took it on the, on the noggin for everybody to see. And Literally. And he's still a legit president, and he is. Actually, he is. Right, right. And, but this Trump has no way to stand on bringing anything up to him. Exactly. Right. Nothing about character, about being a man, about being a politician, about anything. I mean, I, I had that in the um, – we didn't have it in the RIPs because, again, we could give Cheeto Jesus one every week. But, um, I mean, it was uh, – not RIPs in the STFUs. Um, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I saw it unfolding on Twitter, and it was just ridiculous then. It's still ridiculous now. And, you know – it will, it will always be ridiculous. Uh, yeah, mean, and it's going to be until he's gone or until somebody right. takes his Twitter and account. Still, right. And the orange cream has caught a lot of blowback for that, too. This is one yeah. he's he not going to be able to skirt around. And believe right. me, he's trying to now because he knows it's accepted for shit. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. If we're gonna, I'm, I, and I didn't put it on there, but there's a couple of, like, little side angles when I'm going to pull this off to and in regards to when we get up to, um, uh, well, I'm calling it now Independence Day on the 4th because I'm certain that some aliens are going to strike on the 20th. Um, it, at least maybe I'm hoping for it. I don't really know on Inauguration Day. <laughs> but, what, what, uh, we might want to go to what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as we transition to that portion of the podcast, well, I am drinking a Michelob Ultra because uh, it's, why not? That's the only thing that was left in the fridge. What are y'all drinking? I'm drinking, uh, this is Rex Goliath, you know, our favorite rooster wine. Rooster wine. Right. Yeah, rooster wine. Okay, both of y'all. Okay. Oh, if you had called us on the day previous or two, it was, we were doing, it was a lot harder. But right. It's mellow out for MLK Day. All right, yeah. 
Come on, Rescue Live. I'm going to at y'all. Y'all can sponsor this podcast because we're giving y'all plenty of money and advertising on here. But, All right. But, so, but it's, a, yeah. it's a white rooster. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it for some money. All right. Um, I needed to add something, too, but we'll come back to it later. All right. Uh, so uh, let's get to the box office report. Oh, no. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I had the notes in there. I'm missing my own notes. All right, so uh, we had to do a couple of RIPs. Uh, one, you know, both of them really not good people, but they died, so we got to talk about it. We'll go one that's globally and then one that's more locally, especially for uh, our general locales, uh, at least my previous one. Uh, Jimmy Fly, Super Superfly Jimmy Snooker died this weekend, stomach cancer, uh, 70-something. I didn't catch it all together. Uh, one of the most popular wrestlers, especially in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, I will always remember him jumping off the top cage onto mm-hmm. was it Bob Backlund, huh? Yes, yeah, it was. And Miss Bob, as always. Yeah, on USA Network, watching that. I don't know if it was early in the morning or late at night, but I always remember that moment for Snooker, Superfly Snooker. Um, so, Hutch, Jim, a Superfly Snooker fan? I don't remember if you were or not. I was a Snooker fan. I mean. We were, I mean, this is our, this is my, my kind of, my first boy to the WWF at the time. And, you know, he was one of the personalities on there. He was a color. Granted, he was from the island colors, but yeah. But he was, he was a, as an actor, as a wrestler. He seemed very proficient. He played the, the, the bad guy well. I mean, his, he was doing all the crazy aerial stuff. I, we didn't see a lot of that in NWA or the WCW, whatever it was back in the day. Yeah, they didn't do a lot of flying stuff off the top room, but he was the first one I saw go all the way up to the top of the cage and dive on people. I'm like, wow. Yeah. He's a, um, a fairly solid wrestler, I think, for the time. Unfortunately, because he wasn't white, he had to endure many racial tropes about island wrestlers with hard heads and all of that jazz. Oh, and there yeah. was right. the infamous right. Piper's Pit incident where he got hit with a coconut and banana shoved in his mouth. That was probably <laughs> unnecessary. Right. Uh, yeah. He worked hard for the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got it. I mean, he got his, I mean, he got his money. Again, he was no saint for sure. If you read about a lot of the stuff. Like, he was just not cleared for killing his wife a few years ago or whatever. So, I mean, you know, uh, not not an angel, but, you know, we'll give him an RIP. Uh, and then the next one, we'll let female perspective lead off there. Uh, Bishop Eddie Long from the huge mega church in Atlanta. I think it's New Birth Church or something like that. Uh, passed yeah. away this weekend. He was 63. I didn't know he was that old, for one. Um, yeah. He was he yeah. was cocky before 63. The last time I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, don't say, don't say cock. Don't say cock. Yeah. And, um... Uh, <laughs> Um, he <laughs> passed away. Uh, they're saying it's cancer. I'm doing air quotations as I'm saying that. Uh, I for certain believe he probably had the heavy. And um, yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Before I read that it's cancer, I thought it might have been something along those lines also. But yeah, right. Yeah. So he passes away, 63 years old. Extremely problematic. Um, Very problematic. Because of his, uh, I, mean, I don't even think it's alleged, his freaking diddling no, of young boys. Yeah, um, but yeah, he had situations with 
where he had relationships with his male parishioners. Uh, I, I think where I think they were was some of them underage or. I think they were in the. I think they were in the age of being able to do that with. It's just the fact that they were doing it with their pastor, who freaking right. applied okay. them with alcohol trips around the world and meeting celebrities yeah, and stuff exactly. to get in their pants as a fucking pervert. But right, exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, I it mean, I, I, an evangelist. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, it's pretty awful. You know, they're doing like almost 30,000 uh, people a weekend over at, at that church or whatever. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see how you could go to that church even if there's a sniff of that impropriety going on. I, I don't even see how you could – a sniff. I mean, this ain't you like he was – surprised at how people will try to explain away or make excuses for that type of behavior. Unbelievable. Right. I don't understand it either. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Hush. Uh, he stepped away for a minute. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it, it is ridiculous, though. Um, I just can't. I can't. I, I mean, I. and you're right. Like, people will make excuses for this. And, you know, but you really, you literally are not doing the Lord's work when you are uh, a pedophile. So, no. you know, this is not like, oh, well, he skimmed some money off and he got like a, you know, a Bentley or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's bad too. And God, you know, right. God don't really, you know, He looks at all sins equally or whatever. But this is really bad. And to go out there, you know, weekly and you know, pimp Jesus essentially, and what you're doing behind closed doors is an absolute freaking travesty of the law and justice. It, it's just beyond right. me that people could even could even think about. Like going there, even with a sniff of a, of it, let alone the fact that it's flat out done come out that it was actually happening. Um, so yeah, uh, right. I kind of hate giving him an RIP, and I'm only do- if he was if he was the pastor of a church in freaking Hillbilly, Texas, I wouldn't have done it. But since he was <laughs> in the Atlanta area, I definitely think we probably ha- should at least you know give him that. But he can fuck off too. Um, you know, like <laughs> seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, as I've uh, said to somebody else, uh, he's uh, freaking headed to hell with some freaking gasoline uh, soaked panties on because. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, I've had to love ultras, man. Fired up like that. Yeah, that's awful. It's just awful. All right. Anyway, all right, let's get to the box office report. Uh, Female Selection is going to count us up from uh, five to one of the movies in the, over the weekend. I do have your sounder. I have it ready. And hold on a second. Here we go. All right, so female perspective, what was the number five movie in America this week? Number five was The Bye Bye Man, and that's at $13.3 million. Um, I have no idea who's in that. Uh, um, yeah. It's a horror movie uh, that came out, and what, I've, what I read from something, you know I don't really care about that stuff, it was basically a white version of Candyman. It was like uh, a ripoff of Candyman. Um, so, yeah. Whatever. 
Next. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is at $13.7 million. Okay. I think it went over $500 million, uh, um, at the box made, office, right? Uh, it has made $498 million. It's almost okay. there. Almost to yeah. that point. Yeah, huge. I, I again, I totally underestimated what that was going to do. All right, number three movie. Uh, themed. That's at thirteen point eight million. Right. What's the oh? What's the total on that? That's made two hundred and thirty-three million. Golly, that's a lot of money. I put a stop sign there for. I actually saw it last weekend. Um, it's all right. I mean, it's not great, but you know, for a family entertainment movie, it's okay. Um. That's basically all I could really say. I mean, I don't. I'm surprised it's made that much money, but uh, it came out at Christmas. People needed things to do that was kids friendly and related, so it was fine. I caught it internationally though. Okay. Right. Number two. Number two is La La Land at fourteen point five million. And this is, I think, this was its uh, wide opening release, like right after the Golden Globes, because it won the best Golden Globe for musical or comedy or something along those lines. Um, uh-huh. And this was its wide open release. So, um, now again, I, I posted something before. I think I posted on Facebook and I was like, I can't wait till female perspective sees this. They were, they posted something. Uh, I told you last week, they said it was uh, singing in the rain. And then somebody posted, uh, somebody wrote an article all that uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, whatever that redheaded girl's name is. They're, they're the next <laughs> bogey and, and Bacall. Uh, <laughs> I, granted, I have I still have been yet to see it, but I don't think neither one of them are nearly as charismatic as those two actors they're comparing them to. Matter of fact, I would go put myself out there and say, I think those two are probably extremely bland actors. But mm-hmm. um, again, I have not seen this movie, so yeah, until I see it, I can't really make comparisons. Okay. Yeah, that's a stretch. Well, I did, I did see or hear that you know it's based on you know a lot of jazz or whatever, and John right, Legend is yeah. in it, but barely talks, and then there's hardly any black people in it. Right. So, it, it, basically, from what I read, the premise is based on you know the white actor and musician discovering jazz. Whoopee! I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's like a white, it's like a white person finding that if you put freaking flavor on chicken, it's gonna taste good. Like, wow, I can't believe this! If you put salt on the chicken, it actually tastes better. Uh, whatever. All right, <laughs> number one movie in America is. And I'm very happy to to see this yet again. Hidden Figures is at number one. At twenty point yeah. four million, it's made fifty four million thus far off of a twenty five million dollar budget. And that's Excellent. Four weeks, so that's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, it um, it'll be it'll, it's going to get nominated for. It didn't win the Golden Globe this weekend. Uh, it's going to get nominated for an Oscar, I would imagine, for at least best yeah. picture. It definitely will be one of the ten. Um, uh, and but I don't think any of the actresses were honored by with Golden Globes this weekend uh, or this past weekend. Um, yeah, so two weeks in a row. I still haven't seen it. Uh, I do have it set. I have it as a possibility to see it internationally. I just don't want to do it that way. I, I need to give that my kind of real money. 
So uh, I got to figure it out that way. We'll go and actually figure out the time to go and see it. Um, did y'all see any of those movies on there, or at least of the – I y'all have, see, you well, saw Rogue I saw One. Rogue One, and uh, Hidden Figures is still on my list of ones that I am definitely going to check out. Okay. So that, that's definitely one I, I plan to see. Yeah. Not any of those? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll see one of them. Okay. Hidden Figures. I understand. (laughs) Uh, I put a bunch of other notes for box office notes there, and we'll go through them one at a time. Uh, Live by Night, uh, the Ben Affleck written, directed, produced uh, gangster mall movie uh, about being a gangster in Cuba or something like that, which automatically should tell you there's a wrong issue there. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, it bombed completely. Opened up in its wide release this weekend. Didn't crack the top five. I want to say it came in around seven or eight. Definitely did not perform to the expectations of the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, and something that we've been talking about on this podcast since we've been doing it is that people ain't trying to see Ben Affleck if he ain't really probably Batman at this point. You know, like if he's not. But th- but also we were saying that he when he writes, produces, and directs, and stars in movies or whatever, they do well. But this one didn't, huh? Um, I, I don't. Ben Affleck is. I think he's been smelling his own piss for a, a long time. I, I think, yeah, I think he's bigger than he actually is. Okay. He's a magnifying glass, sir. Right. <laughs> Female perspective. Um. Well, I I saw the trailer for this, and it didn't look enticing, at least not to me. I mean, yeah. So I okay. can see why it probably bombed. Um, mm-hmm. and and part of that I kind of agree with um, because I think he may think he's a little better of an actor than he actually is and director <laughs> and director <laughs> and overall uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah his yeah. ego may have taken over at some point and mm. yeah and there you have it <laughs> You know, and it's hard to make those gangster movies anyway. Um, you know, if you, you're not Scorsese, I guess, who, you know, can make them standing on his head. Like, I think it's kind of hard to make those movies sometimes, especially one set in Prohibition era. Like, I don't, you know, people ain't be trying to learn and shit when they go to, <laughs> to the movie. So, um, that, that, it probably might have been a tough sale, but yeah. I, I think it's just, I think it's hell. He didn't look right. Yeah. He, he looked like... Ben Affleck trying to play a gangster. Trying to be cool, trying to get a knock. You're not out Pacino. You're not. I mean, you're not De Niro. He just looks. He just. He looks more like Michael Jackson. He's a criminal. That you know that's terrible. But we're gonna come to Michael Jackson here in a little bit. All right. Uh, the next bomb of the weekend was Sleepless. Uh, Jamie Foxx wide release, twenty five hundred screens, uh, playing a cop who uh, something I think his son gets kidnapped or something like that. He's you know he's doing you know black taken and um, didn't do well at all. Uh, kind of bombed out. Um, did you say black taken? I did. Yeah, that's probably right. It is. No, it's black taken. If somebody gets his son and he's, you know, a rogue cop or something, it, it, it's black taken. So, um, 
Jamie Foxx. Uh, I think I, but we can probably we can put to bed him as a leading man. I think, right? Female perspective. Uh, first of all, I had never even heard of this movie. I didn't see it advertised. I didn't see any trailers for it or anything. So that may, might be part of the problem there is the marketing for it because I really mm-hmm. didn't see anything about this movie. And you know why you didn't see no marketing about because they caught that early screen. They were like, <laughs> this shit is awful. <laughs> That's but but she about are you going to fan Jamie Foxx? Don't you feel Yeah, I can. I think Jamie Foxx is talented, very talented. But can oh, he I be a leading man these days, Mal? Is he can yeah. he? Yeah, can and, he? And the right in the right project, yes, he's a leading man in the right project, yes. Yeah, I think. I think, he, I think he's on one of Eddie Murphy contracts where they signed me to you know do a whole bunch of for a lot of money. And they like, all right, just play out the string, bro. And when it's mm-hmm. over, don't, no, we'll call you. And he's right, he's doing his uh, hundred words or a thousand words. And no, all wow. The movies. <laughs> and all the no, I, I, I have to disagree with that. I don't think he's going down there, bro. I, I really do. Well, the last movie you seen with him in The last movie I saw with him in it. Um, as a lead man. Um, what's the Tarantino movie? That might be it. Django. Yeah, Django. Django. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he had about three or four movies after that, right? No, I don't think he's done that many. I don't think he's worked that much, actually. uh, In recent years. I mean, he got the movie between Django. What three years ago? I think it's more older than that. Yeah, it's been a while ago. Yeah, when did Django come out? Like 20, um, like 20, what, 12, 13? Wait a minute, let me... Um, but he yeah. had some movies She's, come out, but anybody watching He hasn't had right. that many movies come out. Uh, I don't know. What, what movies are you talking about that he's had come out? I, I, I don't watch me as well. Right, well, I mean, if you <laughs> yes, please, please find them. Um, right. <laughs> but, oh, Jesus. I mean, oh, I, I just think pretty much all the black actors are struggling right now. Hey, we're about to get the one here in a minute. We're about to get the one on the next uh, panel there. Um, I, I mean, I just think that um, it's just a struggle for black actors in general, but it's going to be a real struggle for somebody that's trying to be the leading man in this kind of environment if you don't find quality work. Um, and I think that's always going to be an issue for any black actor. Um, so let's see. I'm looking at his IMDb. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Since what? Since Django. White House down. Django oh, was 2012. Django was 2012. White House down. A lot of people forgot about it. Um, Rio 2. Spider-Man 2. Oh, um, dang. I, I saw that one too, so that would be after Django. Yeah, um, America, Horrible Bosses 2, um, Annie, and then he hasn't worked, he hasn't had a movie out since Annie, which was 2014, so he's almost been off for okay. years. So I have to take that back. I forgot about a couple of those. I, I did okay. see him in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I saw White House down. Um, I did see Annie, so mm-hmm. Annie would probably be the last movie I saw him in. Me too. Okay. 
So I mean, he's I mean, but it seriously hasn't worked in three years. I mean, he's really taking time off, and I'm not sure right, yeah. for what. I you know, because he has.
to have it pretty much all slip away, and to how how does he respond to that? You know what I mean? Well, like, well, what is where does he go? Anybody, anybody going into that industry knows that there there are going to be you know peaks and and valleys and so forth. There's going to be highs and lows. So you know that going in, you know you're not going to constantly be on top because that's it's just not possible for right. anyone. I, I would say Eddie was. I think Eddie's stuff was really high in the early mid eighties. Yeah, he, but he he didn't. Con- but Will Smith conquered every genre, whereas Eddie was only in comedy. You know what I mean? Like you know, Will Smith did comedy. He did romantic comedy. I mean, what is that? Fish, uh, Shark Tale, whatever. He did you know you know action, the sci-fi. I mean, he had it all. Eddie didn't have any of that. He just had you know a lot of comedy hits. You know and. I, I think it's I think it's a little bit different, uh, but I mean, and, but look at where Eddie Murphy is too. I mean, and then Will saying, Smith using that example, huh? Too. I mean, he started yeah. off with music, so he had the music background, and you know, he transferred to acting. I was getting party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to forget party all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you might you might wind up. Uh, you might want, you know what, I'm going to put it in post-production. I'm going to play a little bit of Party all the time, all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, just a little bit during the podcast here. I'm going to put it in. Yeah, just a little bit. All right, we're only going to play it for a little bit, folks. All right, there, I'll turn it off now. Okay, so we, yeah, I, I, I think I said, I just think it'll be interesting to see how he responds to this. Does he, you know, take the... You know what? I ain't gonna do it no more because I can't. You know the Tiger Woods. I ain't gonna do it no more because I can't do it at the top of my level. So I'll just like kind of fade into the background. Or does he keep but trying to find? But the thing is, you. I mean, you never know when things are gonna turn around. I mean, there are people who've been doing this or been in that industry for years, and they've gone through the highs and lows, and the highs again, the lows, the highs. I mean, that's part of the industry. <laughs> You know what that is. Right, you know what right. that is. You never Female. know what the next hit is going to be around the corner, and then you might not know what it is. Female perspective. Female perspective. Female perspective. You know what that you just did? That's junkie talk. I don't know, man. I'm going to quit tomorrow. <laughs> junkie talk. <laughs> That's junkie talk. <laughs> That's exactly what a junkie says. Constantly chasing that hit. <laughs> Damn junkie well, talk. I'm not saying. I, 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 I,
Number two, uh, James McAvoy, star as Professor Xavier in the second reboot of the X-Men movies with, uh, what's that, Days of Future Past and uh, New Class and X-Men Apocalypse, stated that he'd be down for a Professor Xavier solo movie. Um, Big Hot, or Female Perspective, will we be down or watching Xavier solo? I like James McAvoy, so I don't have a problem. Right. Big yeah, I like him as an actor, so yeah, I I don't have a problem with if you know with them giving him a solo movie. Hush, ready to see Xavier in a solo movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier is Xavier with the X Men is two and a half dimensions. Right. By himself, fighting the Shadow King or whatever they're going to do in a solo adventure. Uh, get beat up by the juggernaut. I don't know what they even. I'm going through all the history of Xavier. Uh, it, it's a, it, it ain't worth it. Don't do it. I know you yeah. can do uh yeah. do what's the the uh what's the bullet movie too? What, what's the <laughs> bullet? Oh, bullet. Yeah, bullet. Don't do Xavier. The no, bullet movie. <laughs> uh, if you are a listener to the. <laughs> If you are a listener to the Thursday night comic book chat where we talk about X-Men and X-Men comic books, uh, you will know a common theme for us for Xavier is, one, he's a dick. Um, two, he's a, the world's leadest, uh, greatest cock blocker and not allowing other X-Men to get their freak on. Um, I'm not sure if I want to see a movie about a cock blocking dick. Um, so, like, I'm straight. <laughs> like, I don't, don't think that that's... And, and, yeah, and, and, and man, he gets a lot of tail for doing the wheelchair too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it, that it's it's pretty funny that that's even proposed out there as a thought because I just don't. Fox definitely ain't got the kind of stroke to be making no Xavier solo movies. So I know that's probably just more Zayn McAvoy trying to cash the check. Well, exactly. Unless you got Deadpool in it, so that's just Xavier trying to cash or McAvoy probably trying to cash checks. Um, all right. Uh, Big Hutch, uh, one through six, not two. Should give you a uh, number six. <laughs> number six is, you should have saved it, I know. Uh, <laughs> keeping with Fox Gonna hashtag Fox Gonna Fox, uh, Gambit movie is still on. Uh, producer came <laughs> out and said they're still working on the script, trying to, you know, figure it out. But even though it's not in production and it's still in production and hasn't been in production and has no director, has no script, has no nothing, they're moving straight ahead, Hutch, with Taterhead Tate. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's the equivalent of the Bengals still got a shot in the playoffs in 2016. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen, right? Right. Uh, female right. Pre- Somebody, I mean, some, Disney wrote a check to somebody, and somebody cashed that check, and somebody from Disney, one of Disney's names, was like, you know what? What did I do with that $2 million I gave for this project? And there's somebody talking about, we're still working on it. We're still working on it. He said, yeah. it's much. Yeah. But this ain't Disney, though. This is Fox, which is worse. Oh, I'm sorry. Fox, Disney, Fox, the whole, all of them. Yeah, this is Fox, who has not a greater 
you know, not a great track record in producing these movies. You know, some have been good, some have not been good. Uh, female perspective, we know where you feel about Taterhead yes, Tatum. Yes, you, you, I have been quite vocal on my feelings about this project, especially with Taterhead Tatum attached. Um, mm. Considering all the obstacles they have experienced thus far, you would think that they would get a clue. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't think it's going to happen with him attached you know, to the project, so I must go with that. Okay. Yeah, they, they may say it's going to happen with him. I don't think it is. Uh, right, I it's agree. It's a Gambit movie than a Xavier movie. It's, it's Agreed. Now, yeah. Yeah, and a thousand times over, I would rather see a Gambit movie with Taterhead Tatum than a Professor Xavier <laughs> movie. I agree. Um, phew, I agree. Okay. Uh, Blur note number three. We're going to give it a sounder here. Hold on. R2. Blur note number three, uh, female perspective, not two or six. Um, four. Four. Uh, the Green Lantern Corps, uh, as DC tries to expand their cinematic universe, uh, there's supposedly a script ready for the Green Lantern Corps that's going to be co-stars and, and because they made a Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds then a few years ago that bombed uh, Terrible. Uh, it bombed really bad, and it's awful, too. Like, one of the worst things committed to cinema. And um, it bombed. So now, though, since the Green Lantern is such a huge part of the DC Universe, and especially the Justice League, there's talk about making a Green Lantern movie, but instead of using Milk Toast Hal Jordan, they're going to try to bring in the, the Green Lantern that most people are familiar with because of the Justice League cartoon, which is uh, Jon Stewart, the black guy. Um, so, a Green Lantern Corps movie, female perspective? Um, uh, unfortunately, I saw the one with, um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and it was awful. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, so, I'm not sure what my expectations are for a new movie being made about the characters. I guess uh, I would just have to wait and see. I don't know much, you know, about the character other than, than you know, what I saw in the movie. So, yeah. Hutch, isn't the Green Lantern a hard sell, like, because of his power set and the costume? He is a hard sell. He, uh, he is off. He needs, he works better in the background. The less you see, probably better. If all you see is a big green hammer going somebody off the head, you'd be like, okay, that's good. And, and right, you don't want to talk to you. You don't want to be like, okay, this dude makes three-dimensional figures with his ring and hits people upside the head. Um, and he hits people upside the head with a hammer? Or, the, or he makes, he can be a train, he can be a fan. Oh. I mean, he just, whatever his imagination, his willpower creates. And they're the and he's and they're and they're all afraid of color yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. It just see. I mean, it's a hard sell. Uh, if you read right. the article that whoever posted it, Hush, it was saying too, mm-hmm. female perspective as well, because they're going to put the two of them together and the black Green Lantern and the white Green Lantern. They were like, oh, it's going to be like an intergalactic lethal weapon. I'm like, oh, no. oh nigga. So they're doing it with both the black and white versions, or is it just yeah. the black versions? Oh, no, they're doing both of them. Yeah, co-leads. 
Yeah. So right 
No, there was some chatter out there that because the Justice League movie is finished, you know, they're in the final whatever products to release it in November. There was some chatter out there, executive chatter, that the movie is, I quote, a mess, and they're still trying to fix it. So, um, you know, is there smoke and fire here? Is it just, you know, some disgruntled exec? Is you know, it's the same thing, you know, with Suicide Squad. You know, we had all the chatter ahead of that as well. Um, you know, are DC fans just going to support it because it's DC Hutch, or is it just, you know, probably another bad movie because they don't know how to make a good one? Let's go with bad movie because they don't know how to make a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it seems like they might be stuck in a rut and a pattern because they don't know what to do with their character. It's, go ahead. And, and, it, and it starts in, well, I mean, it's just, so wait, the, the, the people that are going to be in it, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, the Cyborg, yeah. and, and the Flash? No, it's it's Wonder Woman, Batman, Cyborg, the Flash, and Aquaman. Uh, Superman's going to be in it, um, you know, but the, it, and here's, you know, and again, we'll kind of brings female perspective along on this comic book history trip here. Uh, they're going to form the Justice League, but they're also going to be doing, like, the, the return of Death of Superman with the black costume and the mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh <laughs> I'm not crazy, though. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that Steppenwolf as the main villain, dude, Correct. Right? I know that's supposed to be the lead in for Dark Side. If there's another movie after this, I'm assuming it's but, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not a good look overall. No. Um, so I'm just, I don't know what to say. Honestly, I really don't. I honestly don't know what to say about um, DC. Uh, it, yes, it needs to be lighter. Do they need a bunch of jokes or whatever? You know, people are like, oh, Marvel's formulatic as fuck, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but it's entertaining too. You know, just make an entertaining movie. I, I don't, you know, if you're following somebody's formula, I, I don't know, man. Just make a movie that I don't feel, one, mad that I spent all this money on, and then, two, that, you know, they've taken the most hopeful character in comic books in Superman and turned him into Batman. And I think that's a problem. Like, that's a huge problem, right, huh? Yeah, it's a, I don't see how this is going to work. Um, uh, it's, that shit is behind. Well, it's in front of the Green Lantern. So that's where I think. <laughs> like all the movies, that's terrible. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, yeah, that's it. Um, that concludes blurred notes uh, for the week, and we're going to shift into the STFUs now. I have a new sounder. It's going to play while I'm talking here for STFUs. We'll still use the Dave Chappelle one at the end. Um, but yeah, as we're using this one here about shut the fuck up. Uh, we got a few people. Do y'all have anybody that was not on my list this week? I had she on the list. Yeah, she on the list. Yeah. You always say that female perspective, and then when we start talking about it, you're like, and there's other motherfuckers too. So, um, you never. You know, the forefront of thought, but yeah, um, right now I can't think of anyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I got, I got a couple, but okay. This one, this is, we'll start low 
yeah. my local one is that um, I got some new uh, neighbors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and my neighbors resemble me. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they, I believe, to celebrate them getting a, uh, getting a new place, them mofos have gone completely weed. 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 I mean, they smoking it up like a mother's going through over there. And right. I mean, out late at night, we in the morning, we <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I'm the, I, I'm not against it, but do you work or do you work selling that stuff to support your own habits? Damn it. I mean, they, I mean, they are gang up, gang, we, skull, whatever. They are Wow. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, in Georgia, uh, they they only passed it, I think, for uh, the the liquid version. They got the for medicinal purposes. Right. Yeah, right. they didn't pass it. Right. So. These mofos is quality healthy, and that's what's about. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's not good. Um, that's not good. Uh, there in the Europe, it's our peeps. What's that? It's our peeps. Yeah. Our people. Yeah, yeah it's our people. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, us. Just. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, if they can get one. I was trying to pull a sounder about that, but I couldn't fill it up there. Okay. So what you got? Another Logan Louis one? Um, I'll do one. And I'll come come back to. Okay. Uh, let's see. I got. Uh, we'll start from the bottom. Now we're here. I had Steve Harvey on the list. He had a couple of uh, snafus this week. Uh, the one thing, he was on his radio show, and he was like, man, I don't see how nobody could like find an Asian man attractive or something like that, like how a woman could find an Asian man attractive. And I was just like, huh? Like, what? Like, really? Like, you, really? Like, that seems kind of like odd coming from a black person, you know, saying that to, you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like kind of weird. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna kind of let him slide. I'm mean, not letting him slide, but you know, I gave him a this nigga on 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 Twitter or whatever. But then, like, he doubled down and like he met with Trump at the Trump Tower. You know, he's gonna be um, like Trump's lead on inner city uh, inner city uh, revival or something along those lines. And I was like. Well, I read. Well, the reason he was meeting with Trump was because Obama had asked him to to assist him with, you know, with that particular area. <laughs> so yeah, he he was doing that uh, because he had been asked by Obama. At least that's uh, that's what it said in the article I read. Yeah, you know, Obama um, wanted nothing to do with. Right. I uh, I can't. Yeah, he he asked him to assist him with the transition and all that. So, yeah, he said that he was basically there on behalf of Obama. Yeah, I ain't giving him a pass. I put on a... um, (laughs) I put a meme out there, you know, because I put a meme out there. So you got your your HUD secretary is somebody who ain't... never knows nothing, doesn't know anything about uh, housing and urban development or anything like that in Ben Carson. And then you got Steve Harvey who, you know, God bless him, 
at this point in time is probably fairly removed from anything that happens in the inner city. Um, so I put, <laughs> I put a meme up of Nino Brown and the Dada Man. I'm like, and uh, Steve, Har- Steve Harvey and uh, Dr. Carson are going to bring jobs and stability back to the black community. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much who's leading that whole situation. So, yeah, Steve Harvey and STFU. Huh? <laughs> and Alma Rosa. Uh, and Alma Rosa. There you go. So, um, <laughs> I mean, you, you got to say it out loud sometimes. Oh, Hutch, I found your sounder that I wanted for you. Hold on. For your new neighbors. Come on. Come up here. Hold on. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> 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 all right. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. So, Steve Harvey is one. Hush, you're coming back to you. Yeah. Nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, you got, did you get your other one, Hush? Uh, keep going. I'm still thinking right. about it. I'm working up from the bottom again. I got Paul Ryan and the entire GOP uh, House of Representatives. Uh, it'll be the Senate next week. But um, one for uh, repealing Obamacare, uh, taking away the insurance of 20 million people because you just don't like the name that's attached to it, essentially. And then two, um, you know, Ron, Paul Ryan was on his uh, he had a town hall meeting or whatever and I was like first off why is the freaking leader of the House of Representatives having town hall meetings that's a problem too but secondly um, like you know I think there was something on there where he, there was something where somebody was getting sworn in a few weeks ago and there the kid that was getting sworn in he dabbed or something while they were on stage and then you know somebody was asked him at this town hall meeting he was like oh, of course I know what the dab is and he like did it on stage and I put on Twitter, I was like, um, the dab officially died on whatever date that was, 2017. Okay. The day Paul Ryan did the dab on Freak Town Hall meeting, the dab is dead completely, by the way. That shit is RIP, man. Um, but more importantly for leading this cause to take away insurance from freaking people that needed it. Um, and, I mean, and I don't know if and y'all on Facebook or whatever, but like there was a thing on Facebook where, and I think as a lot of people are coming to this realization because they they've sold the world so much on Obamacare so bad, and that there was some guy on Facebook was like, yeah, you know, good, they're finally taking a step to to taking care of this problem of Obamacare is terrible or whatever, and you know somebody came at him and was like, you know what, why are you cheering for you know people losing their insurance? That's a terrible thing to say. He was like, you know, hey, I'm not. Up, you know, I'm not cheering against anybody. Anybody that knows me would know that. You know, I have to get my insurance through, you know, the Affordable Care Act. You know, and I, you know, I understand those people's problems or whatever. But this law was bad, and then people are like, "Nigga, the Affordable Care Act is Obamacare." It's part of Obamacare. Okay, I think it's Affordable Care Act. Yes. Oh my goodness. He was like, "No, it's not. No, I get my insurance from ACA." <laughs> It's like, no, dude, that is Obamacare. Right there. Yeah. I mean, that. I've got a sub note to add. A company that I'm associated with is going to a new policy in 20, I guess 20, maybe this year, maybe 2018. But basically, they're like, because of the Affordable Care Act or whatever they're going to replace it with, 
uh, they're going to change our health policy to where your they're going to base your physical attributes and exercise that you do. Like your cable package, like well, you know, you <laughs> want the premium package. I'm gonna need you to drop 200 pounds. <laughs> oh, you want HBO and Cinemax, nigga? Yeah, you're gonna need to drop 200 pounds. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you to, yeah. Oh wow. You want that sports package? You better put some cigarettes down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I, folks. 
But most importantly, fuck you. And, and uh, what about all the folks he's bullied? And that his, yeah. whole, his whole campaign was based on bullying. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, how are you going to turn around and say that he was being bullied by Hollywood? She is real. Yeah, what, she's real. What, 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 what she was her uh, billionaire husband? Billionaire? She's not making some broke-ass artist. <laughs> went the uh, wrong way, the opposite way. And she yeah. the poor, broke-ass artist who living off of her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and, and that Wait. came from the female <laughs> Yeah. He, he probably mad that he got his ACA taken away. Okay? So, I mean, yeah, it, she, she should have known better. You, I mean, I'm always... I'm always torn between like, look, you know, look pretty and, and this is males and females, not a sex thing. Like, look pretty and shut up because we don't really pay you. We don't really want to know your opinions. But that's really like a terrible thing to say because, I mean, they are grown people. They should be able to express their opinions. However, um, it's not that you, I disagree with your opinion, but at least have an informed opinion that, you know, if you're going to be a good bigot, that's one of my favorite hashtags on Twitter, is be a better bigot. Like, don't come and say something, like, ridiculous. You know, you're going to be a good bigot, be a good one, you know? Like, so if you're going to say something that's political, like, say something that makes sense. Like, don't say something that's just dumb for the sake of being dumb. And that is dumb for the sake of being dumb on her part. Like, it's just not a well-thought-out thing to say. And so she paid for it. She got drug on Twitter for it, and um, good. And just before I (laughs) y'all picked up the... Well, she can get used to it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So what, yeah. what you used to, Trump, this is, hey, this is my thing is now, Trump should just Ric Flair his whole four years. <laughs> <laughs> just come out there, style and profile, and go, yeah. woo! <laughs> yeah, and play heel. Yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, that's what he's doing. No, I mean, but I'm not ready to do it then. Right, so he'd be like, look, I, the Russians got me here, Nikolai and Nikita Kolov. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah. John Lewis was like, you know, hey, you know, I respect what you did, but, you know, you shouldn't be saying those things, whatever. You know, on Martin Luther King weekend, you know, because of, you know, something misappropriating a Martin Luther King quote. I was like, oh, so surprising that you can do it guy has fucking problematic views about race and is stupid. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, like, just, I mean, like, I, I love and hate this weekend all at the same time. I really do. Because when you start to read about what other people think and say, it's just so freaking problematic um, and freaking anger-inducing. So, yeah. So, uh, Rob Schneider can get one, too. How could they possibly not expect folks to to question his legitimacy when you hear the intelligence agencies 
podcast number 53 for Brothers Comics. Uh, any Brothers Comics business that we haven't gotten out in the streets yet? Not that I can think of. Upcoming events, anything like that. Um, I did get the application and all that in for South Carolina Comic Con. That is the March 25th, 26th, 27th in Greenville, South Carolina. I have full confidence that we're going to get pressed for that. So um, I'm definitely going to be headed up there for that. Uh, again, if you are a praying person, uh, go ahead and pray for the producer to get that pass to um, Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. I <laughs> chuckle when I say it because I don't think I have any shot in hell of getting it. But, uh, hey, man, the God of miracles. And yeah, you also, never you never know. You got to shoot your shot, man. Uh, there you go. And, that's uh, great shot. That's it. Yeah. There you go. And then we got a few uh, other upcoming cons in the spring and the summer. Uh, Retro Con, Mega Con. There's just a whole bunch of cons coming up. And then next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday, uh, as Cuts called me uh, Little Riverdale Boy or whatever you call me, uh, we will, oh, I will be live. I will be live tweeting the Riverdale TV show on the CW. The hashtag is uh, Pretty Little Riverdale. Hashtag Pretty Little Riverdale. Um, And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I have no real thought that it's going to be good or no real thought that it's going to represent Archie in a way that makes me happy. But it'll be what it'll be. But, yes, join us for that. uh, for that live tweet, uh, I think it's Thursday. At, I want to say it's a nine to ten o'clock start, uh, maybe a ten or eleven o'clock start. I can't remember. But that even of itself, like Archie has to be on at ten o'clock at night. What the hell? Uh, but anyway, so that is it for wrapping up podcast number fifty-three. Uh, be sure to try to check us out for the Thursday night comic book chat if I can get if we can get it in this week with uh, Sandman and Brother Beavis as we talk uh, Rogue and Storm, Punk Rock Storm. Um, and eventually we're going to get a Who Day Over 40 podcast in. I don't know when, but we will if you are a fan of that podcast. So I am, we had talked about our exit music tonight. Hodge, uh, preview what our exit music is going to be. It's going to, it should be Stevie Wonder's happy birthday to you. Uh, in honor of MLK Day. Where it came out in 1980. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. So we'll get that out there. We'll post that uh, to the tail end of this podcast. We gave y'all party all the time today too, um, so that always helps. Uh, oh, I am definitely going to put it in as a drop. Um, yeah. I'm not ashamed to say I own that single. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible, sir. (laughs) You know, the habitual line stepper has stepped over the line again. So, that's time to end the podcast. That is it. Alright, so as the producer of this podcast, I am signing off for podcast 53. Female Perspective, sign off, please. Happy MLK Day. And Big Hutch, don't get us fired. All right, y'all take it easy.
Thank you. 